0: What's up, Nana Nation and lovers of sports? We back, part two. <laughs> I'm joined by Bob Walker, what and up? we are technically advanced, technologically advanced. You <laughs> <laughs> can't say technologically. Fuck, I've been, I've been crushing beers for the last hour and a bit. Um, so I'm a little drunk right now. put that out there nice and early. What have you been drinking,
1: and gentlemen? <laughs>
0: uh, well, the green bottle. Peppermint schnapps. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, blueberry, blueberry vodka with yeah. soda. Uh, I've been drinking Steam Whistle on, on Toronto's Pilsner of Choice, obviously. Yes, of
2: course. Uh, if you're going
0: to do one thing, do it right. What? Yeah, you know what? That's it. They technically have two brews that you did taste, I believe. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyways. Um, that aside, we are going to talk about the trade deadline, do a nice quick and dirty um, podcast, Just just our review of it. How we, how we like it and all that good stuff. One you of wish. the biggest days of the year. That's right. It's like hockey Christmas. That's it. All right. So we decided that we weren't going to get into too much of the fluff stuff. We're just get into the, the meat and potatoes of it all. Um, I should probably mention Bob Walker, Aaron Chalupa. Jordan yeah, we're here, guys. Hey, how's it going? Hey, what's up? How's it going? Okay. <laughs> so let's get into the nitty gritty. <clears throat> We're going to start on February 22nd, the Jersey, New Jersey Devils acquired Michael Grabner for the New York Rangers. For prospect, Igor Ry- Rykov, and a second-round pick in the 2018 draft, yay or nay, what do you think about the Devils picking up Grabner? Yay. I think so, too.
1: I mean, if I'm talking objectively as not a Leaf fan and I'm just looking at these, Grabner, we saw him on the Leafs, the speed that That's guy true. brings, the goal scoring he has this year, I know, on a shittier Rangers team, which is funny to say out loud. Which also had Rick Nash. Yeah. Who And he, and he outplayed him. So Yeah, but Grabner, Hall, I mean, this is not the New Jersey team of before that played the trap. This right. They are becoming a fast, dominant team. Like They are going to be one of the teams we're going to have to watch out for in the next <laughs> few
2: years. I agree. Chaloops, you guys? I'm not the biggest fan of New Jersey. Uh, ever since Broder, like, uh, Nita Meyers, Stevens, those guys all left, um, I've kind of faded. Uh, I used to be a big fan of them. Uh, nowadays, uh, it's, I don't know, it's not so much. Um, yeah, like, speculation on Kovalchuk maybe returning. That could that could definitely help them, but we won't get into that one. I can't imagine that. <laughs> um, and I'll, okay. I'm also very anti uh, Taylor Hall. I think he's a big baby, and he is going <laughs> over. Ooh, he's going through these big cold. breakup things. Like my God, he always brings up the others.
0: We're we're past it. We're done. We're over. Are you trying to say that 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 Taylor Hall is the Taylor Swift of oh, the NHL. I would say that. Just Yeah. 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 Oh my gosh. <laughs> that might just become our cover art for this episode.
2: <laughs> can, can you put his Taylor, face on like uh, Taylor Swift's body, and she's like. Or Taylor Swift's body on. Or <laughs> do you have Photoshop on here? What's that? This. You want the old Taylor? Too bad, she's dead. <laughs> <laughs> Ta- Taylor right. Taylor Swift. <laughs> Taylor
1: Hall. <laughs> so after the New Jersey hatred. Yes. Yeah. All right. So next trade we have, we got a three way trade with a team that I can't believe that they are where they are right now. But the Ottawa Senators ended up trading Derek Broussard to Pittsburgh. So the three way trade looks like this Pittsburgh acquires Derek Broussard, Vincent Dunn, and a third round draft pick, uh, Tobias Lindgren. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. Ottawa acquires Philip Gustafson, a great goalie prospect, a first-round pick, and a third-round pick, and then the third team to help out is Vegas, and they end up picking up Ryan Reeves from Pittsburgh, almost like a salary dump for Pittsburgh to help them out, and a fourth-round pick.
2: And also the Vegas Golden Knights retained 40% of Derek Prasad's salary too, so that's huge for Pittsburgh.
0: So much salary retention this year. Hold on, and the Senators also picked up Ian Cole too. Well, yeah, I, I guess he went straight to Columbus. Yeah, that's right. You are yeah. right. Yeah. Okay. What do you guys think? You know what? I uh, I am shocked every year that Pittsburgh's able to make a trade for someone with name value.
1: Oh, Rutherford's a genius. Oh, huge. You know
0: what? He He's like a magician slash accountant. Yes, he is. It's insane. I am. I'm just shocked. I'm shocked when that when that came across my phone. I was like, Are you fucking kidding me?
1: But their cupboards are bare.
0: Yeah, okay, fine. they back to
1: Yeah, if you get a third cup three times in a row, it doesn't matter. Totally. Don't mean shit.
2: It honestly reminds me of Chicago with uh, their GM, Stan Bowman, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. He was always able to just juggle, do a juggling act and fit all that salary in together and do a cup run of some sort. And yeah, and if you win
1: the cup, you're you're a smart, you're a genius. Oh, that's big it. time. Yeah,
0: that's what it comes down to. But it. if you lose, you just ruined it. Yeah. Alright, the next one involves Aaron Chalupa's team. Uh, Aaron, you want to take this one? Yeah, sure, yeah. So uh, the Oilers traded Brandon Davidson
2: uh, for a third round pick. Uh, if it wasn't me talking about being oil, like, you know, an Oilers fan, we probably would probably just bypass this trade. Um, Brandon Davidson, to me, is a really, really good defenseman. Um, you know, with, with not much name value, so uh, eventually one day maybe he could become kind of like uh, I'm trying to think of somebody to compare him to. Um, not like quite Derek England because he's more of a tough guy, but Somebody that's like kind of reliable, like a, maybe like a Roman Polak or something like that that can eat up some minutes. Good time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he can eat up some minutes. Uh, pitch in when he can, and you know he is. he's a good two way defenseman. He's got a good shot. He had two goals against Calgary a few weeks ago. Uh, but the sad thing is, is that this is the second year in a row that the Oilers traded Brand Davidson to another team uh, for a pick. <laughs> Last year we traded him to Montreal. Uh, but he's going to be a free agent this year. Maybe we'll resign him. Uh, we just have a lot of... Yeah, lunch. he's coming back. Pardon me? He's coming back. Yeah, probably. He's, he's, got a, he's, he's not just another left-shot D-man, and we had so many of those guys. And, you know, he probably was the guy that we could get the most value for. Like, Johan of V2 probably couldn't get anything for him. Eric Riva, uh he's a bit more expensive than Davidson. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm happy that we got this third-round pick. Uh, Oilers are obviously not doing well this year, so might as well just get whatever. And, you know, I'd like to see some more prospects for the others. So maybe we can package that third round pick for somebody with a bit more name and a bit more experience. But yeah, moving on, we got um, the next one. Uh, This was a big blockbuster deal uh, for a lot of guys. Uh, It was Rick Nash going to the Boston Bruins from the New York Rangers, and it was involving a first round pick, Ryan Spooner, Matt Bolesky, Ryan Lindgren, and a seventh round pick in 2019, and that was going to the Rangers. So I'm not sure about you boys. I think there's a bit too much hype for Rick Nash. I find he's overrated for the last probably four years. Um, it's just because where he comes from, and he's, he's a good power forward that can score some goals. Like, yeah, he can be clutch here and there, but I don't know. I don't think he deserved this much going back to the Rangers. And I also want to highlight how happy I am to see the Rangers doing this rebuild and they're just doing shit. I love it. I hate the Rangers so
0: much. Well, it, it stems from two things, really. Uh, this season one, but Jesse and I both put them as the number one worst NHL sports franchise uh, in our most recent one of our most recent podcasts. Yeah, I did listen they, to that. They must have heard. They, they must have heard that and agreed <laughs> that. They're like, are oh, fuck. We are doing this wrong. Uh, Aaron, I, I don't mean to correct you, um, but did did you mention that that Boston gets that first round pick and the seventh round? No,
2: no, no. I said uh, Boston was going to Rick Nash. New York Rangers were getting a first round pick and a seventh
0: round pick. Yeah, yeah, they're getting Boston's first round and a seventh round. Yeah, guy, okay. Yeah, I mean to be honest, I look at this and I'm and I'm shocked on this deal. I, I have to agree with you. I think always I feel like Rick Nash has been overrated. I think uh, probably sixty percent of his career, and I am shocked with what what a the Bruins were willing to give up and B how like I feel like they just like like what else do you want and and uh and New York was like I oh, I don't know you got any like good defensemen mm-hmm. like okay take this guy you got, well, can you give us any more picks uh we'll give you our 7th rounder here and they just like just kept shoveling things over
1: I'm feeling it's one of those trades where the Broussard trade just happened and it's like all right well fuck they just got a first round pick for Derek Broussard from Pittsburgh we're gonna want Rick Nash. I mean, you're right. I think he's he was he was one of my favorite players when he first got drafted because I was a kid, teenager, and I thought he was a great player, big body like me from the area. Yeah, so I was always a fan. But yeah, he he has been overrated. He hasn't really proved much, and I just think, oh, you got the Brassard, Everybody's kind of on the fence not really knowing what the value of anyone is cuz not a lot of movement yet right. and they just kind of pulled the trigger
2: yeah i think the so rangers got this uh this offer and they're like we'll we'll take it like they probably may- yeah. maybe yeah. they could have got it better but then maybe not so they're probably like holy shit yeah let's do this and i just wanted to, yeah, really- to highlight as well um nash carries a 7.8 million dollar cap hit yeah uh, it's going to be That's 50% huge. of that is being retained by the rangers and then Matt Bolesky's $3.8 million uh, per year, half of it's being retained by the Boston Bruins. So, again, uh, salary retention on each side, a lot of fun. Yeah, I was
1: going to say that. That's kind of the one you want to talk of maybe a kind of shitty piece for the Rangers in that trade. It's Bolesky making $3 mil in the AHL. That's just a salary dump, even though it is
2: salary retained. Mm-hmm. And I, I wanted to agree with you too there, Bob. Like when I was younger, I loved Rick Nash. I thought he was a wicked power forward who could score, like almost like mm-hmm. Shanahan-style or Gary Roberts or Doug Gilmore even, who could just crash the net. has a hell of a shot, can, has that speed, and also very physical. And he was a hell yeah. of a player for Team Canada for like a couple Olympics and a lot of World Championships. So yeah, but, that was but, a big. Part. Like I was saying before, I think he's just kind of faded out a little bit, and he doesn't really hold as much uh, flash. He still has that leadership ability for sure. And he's definitely a veteran presence and he can, he could definitely chip it a few goals here and there, but it's again, just a little bit too, too highlighted there for me.
1: Yeah. I, I agree with everything you said there. Oh, do you want me to go to the next trade? All right, I'll, I'll announce it. Do it. Okay. Do it, do it, do I, it. I really wanted to hate this one. <laughs> I really wanted to. So you guys can do the, I'll let you say the salary retention because I just got a quick, I just wrote down point form. But the lease, pick up Leaf legend Thomas Placanek.
0: <laughs> Future Leaf legend. Yeah,
1: and Leaf legend Kyle Bond to Montreal for Renat Valiev, if I'm saying the first name right. Kirby Reichel, who I actually really like and was pumped when he came to Toronto, and also a second-round pick going to Montreal. And I believe it's, what, 50% salary retained on Placanik? That's right. Yes.
0: I'm shocked by this. Um, Yeah, out of nowhere. Out of nowhere, totally. Like an RKO from Randy Orton. Mm. I just didn't quite understand why until I heard. I was listening to the radio this morning. They had TSN's Montreal canadians coverage guy whatever his name was and he was just going on with how much of a deal he feels the the leafs basically fleece the canadians on this uh the retention salary retention was one thing but getting a uh, placanic for for pretty much the the loose ends of their already stacked ahl affiliate good
1: players but never going to make the leafs
0: yeah you know, yeah, g- exactly that. Great, good players that just weren't good enough on already stacked Marley's team, which is destroying the A right now. And and guys that, you, you know, playing your third or fourth line there. For a guy who's proven almost a thousand games played, the only guy in the league that I know of that rocks a turtleneck still. It's to hide all <laughs> his hickeys, you know,
2: man. That's the Czech, uh, the Czech <laughs> Capsenova in Montreal hanging out with the strip clubs. <laughs>
0: The Czech chick magnet himself, <laughs> the real CCM. Placan neck is Placan neck, neck me, baby. Yes, uh, I mean I remember Gretzky towards the end of his career wore wore a turtleneck and with me. the Rangers. Yeah. yeah, is it a protective yeah, turtleneck? Like, like, do they like line it with something? So, like, if the I think it was like a neck guard, almost yeah. like the kids wear. Ooh, maybe. I mean, maybe he just has a really sensitive Adam's apple. I don't know.
2: He gets cold a little bit.
0: Yeah, it was cold. <laughs> it's cold. A very big Adams I, I, Apple.
2: He just like doesn't like a big cup. I'm just kind
0: of, I'm shocked at this deal. I I didn't see this coming. <clears throat> I thought for sure they'd try to make a play on a defenseman. Uh, so I I'm, I'm just shocked on the whole thing.
2: Well, give me a little bit on uh, like like Kirby Reichel. I remember hearing about him when he was in Columbus and I've, I like he was a big name in my fantasy sports league, so I looked into him a little bit. But he kind of um, almost reminds me of like a, a Jack Roslovich or um like a Marco Dano, like he kind of gets traded around a few times or he has this potential but he hasn't made it yet. Like is there something holding him back or is he like is he just um a victim of depth right now? So throwing him to Montreal or trading him to Montreal, uh, maybe he'll have a better chance over there. Like is he a scorer or a power forward? Like what's his deal? I
1: I think he's uh I think he's definitely going to get a chance. I think depth really hurt him. I see him as um, a lower-value, like, Josh Anderson-type player, almost a, a big-body power forward, not quite the same of JVR getting in the net, but he's a guy who he's going to work the bottom boards. He's going to do all that grindy workhorse stuff that can turn into a good bottom six forward, maybe, in the right circumstance.
0: I think it's fair to say. Also, the thing about Reichel that was noticeable was... um. He might have been a, a circumstance of hype too, where when 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 they acquired him, there was a lot of buzz around him, and then it just kind of dissipated over time, and to the point where he was one of the boys instead of like the guy leading the boys. So,
1: I I just I don't know personally I liked him because of his World Junior play in Canada I liked, and also at the time of his junior career a couple years ago I was working in a hockey arena. That kind of had connections with the OHL, so I was really following the show, like the OHL, WHL, then, and it was just he was a spotlight player at the time. Mm-hmm. So he was, if you watched the OHL and you were watching Windsor or who, Owen Sound, whoever. I mean, Kirby Reichel was being spotlighted, so I just knew the name.
0: All right, let's move on. Uh, so uh, I just uh, want to get—I just
2: want to get uh, your opinion, guys. Was this a win for the Leafs or a loss for the Leafs? I don't.
1: My personal opinion, I think the salary retained makes it a win. I think without the salary, I don't, I don't even know if it's that big of a deal. But like, I, I really wanted to hate it because Thomas Placanic, not that I ever really hated him, but he was a good focal point for my hate because he's a turtleneck wearing <laughs> goatee on Montreal. Yeah. you knew who he was on the ice every time Placanic had the puck.
0: And and he he had burned the lease a couple times too. So, I just didn't like that he uh,
1: well, now that he's a leaf, I love everything he does, totally. but uh, he's also uh, he's a guy that kind of hacks you on the back of the leg, skating away type guy, if well, you know what that, I mean. He's a, not gonna confrontation, yeah. That that as a
0: Canadian, that rubs me the wrong way sometimes. I, I, I think overall, I'm, I'm kind of full boner for this whole rebuild thing. So anytime you're – trust the process. Yeah, uh, anytime you're trading away prospects and a draft pick, especially because the Leafs have worked so hard to accumulate as many draft picks as possible, to see them actually trading one away, I'm kind of shocked. Uh, but you know what? I'm just going to trust the process, go with it, and, and just when the Leafs, when the Leafs go deep, and I'm talking <coughs> all deep, into the playoffs, I'll be happy.
2: And I just wanted one more question, too, about this trade – uh, do you know where Plakanic is being slotted? Like who, like who's uh, his wingers are and stuff? Uh,
0: fourth line for sure. So I,
1: I, I really think that they brought him in as a fourth line, even almost to work with Kapanen, mm-hmm. because even though his offense is down, Plakanic still has the hands to make a good pass. Yeah, and well, you got Kapanen, Komarov, Plakanic. That's a pretty good fourth European line right there. Yeah. Good flair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, throw in Matt Martin from time to time against Boston. You need physicality. Matt Martin may not play a game the, the rest
2: I of the I understand
0: that, yeah. yeah.
2: That, that jersey throw is going to get game. dusty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. All right, Aaron, uh, this one next. Th- this one is close to your heart. Why don't you take oh, this one? Oh,
2: man. Uh, Letestu <laughs> is out of Edmonton. Oh boy. Um, I'm. A, I was a big fan of Letestu. I was really close. I was hoping that the Oilers would resign him. Maybe they will in the offseason. I doubt it. But um, I was very close to buying myself a Letestu jersey. Um, I just. I think he's he's close to uh, Edmonton. Like he grew up at Elk Point, which is just like oh man, less than an hour north of Edmonton. And yeah, no. I just loved his style. He's a gritty, quiet. Uh, leader, like lead by example, older vet, Um, it really worked his way into the league. (coughs) And, you know, if it wasn't for... Like, you know, going to Nashville, I was first pumped, and then now he ended up going to Columbus. It's all right, because he used to play there, and he actually still has property there. So he can just hang out at his pad and have a good time there. But, yeah, so we get Pontus Aberg, who is called the Pope, apparently. So I'm not sure what that's... (laughs) um, An ode to? I'm not sure if it's like it it, was it was it Pontius Pilate? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I gotta think it's something
0: with his first name. Yeah, but that Uh, (laughs) was I was hoping he was really religious. Yeah, I'm not (laughs)
2: sure if that was if that was a Pope or I don't think that was a Pope. A Catholic faith wasn't around yet at that point yet, but okay, yeah, fair enough, we'll go with that. Um I like this trade a lot. As sad as I am seeing Mark Latesto leave. Pontus Adberg coming back was huge especially seeing what Nashville got for Latesto going to Columbus, a fourth round pick I think this is much more important Uh, we got a prospect that has actually developed and he's pretty much ready to break into the NHL, again subject to depth Um, the the write up I see about him uh, highlights that he's a really speedy player with some high caliber offensive skills Uh, he's got smarts, he's got an accurate shot and he passes the puck really well too uh, competes hard, but he has some consistency issues. Uh, good score, great competitiveness. That's just a little write-up I saw from uh, Elite Prospects. And there's a great highlight, too, in the playoffs last year where he just burns all of Pittsburgh Penguins in the Stanley Cup final and scores a beautiful, beautiful goal. Um, so I think the the outlook on this is someone that's fast, as not as fast, but pretty close to Connor McDavid's speed. And that can put the puck in the net and have some nice hands too. So we'll see if he can someone do that. that of me?
0: Just someone that can keep up.
2: Yeah, exactly, exactly. Like, um, you know, McDavid's played with some slow guys, uh, they've done well, but I'd like to see if a fast guy can do well with McDavid besides Dry <clears throat> or Taylor Hall or Jordan Eberle, who sadly we traded uh, away <laughs> a little while ago
0: um heartbreak it still bothers me
2: oh man it's that i trade i don't know like i'm not opposed to um ryan strome like he is starting to play really well now that the others do have him slotted in where he should be but still like it's I, I feel that Everly was a subject to um a mob mentality in Edmonton that wanted to see him gone like he was a consistent 60 point player he was a fast player he loved the city and he's the type of player you need right now exactly and he's playing very well with Matthew Barzell yep. so I'm a yep. little bit choked about that um a lot of people here in the Edmonton area the loyal oil are really against Peter Trelli right now they're calling for his head um I don't think he's done a lot of really bad moves especially in his history I think the worst move he's done with Edmonton is trading Everly for Ryan Strom so that's the big thing. Uh, things I want to talk about, uh, just quickly about Latestu. He had 16 goals last year, 11 were power play. He was second on the team behind Lucic for power play goals. His six game-winning goals tied for second with McDavid. Six playoff goals tied second uh, for the Oilers' run last year. Two shorthanded goals, and he was always a threat in the shootout. Like He was wicked. Wicked, wicked, wicked. So, <coughs> sad to see Latestu go. Um, but, Potosaberg, I'm pretty pumped to see what this kid can do. Uh, moving on. Uh, the next one. You guys want to talk about the the Preds and the Sharks trade? It doesn't really bother me too much. Uh, I,
1: I was thinking maybe we'll just go to the big one. That one's yeah, not really. Kind of a floater.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, the big one, as you mean, unless you go with the big one.
1: Okay, I, I'm thinking we were going to do the Ryan Hartman trade. That's a good one. Yeah, that's no, a, <laughs> just that's a big sure. one. because
2: like, you're not talking about Ian Cole, are you? <laughs> no, no. So,
1: so we already touched on it, but uh, Ottawa sent Ian Cole, without even stepping on the ice for them, they sent him to Columbus, so mm-hmm. he's gone. Ottawa legend Ian Cole gone. <laughs> so today, the actual trade deadline, the first big trade, is Chicago sends Ryan Hartman to Nashville with a fifth-round pick. And they're acquiring a first, a fourth, and a prospect. Ryan Hartman, I, I almost thought of him as almost a prospect
0: still. But I guess not. He's still a young guy. I'm shocked, to be honest. They got, they got that much out of that trade.
1: I agree. I couldn't believe that they were asking for a first-round pick and they got it.
0: Yeah, well, good, good for them, really.
1: Well, Yeah. And to be honest, Chicago needs to restock. Yeah, but I mean, to give up a first
0: round pick for Ryan is Ryan Hartman. What going to put the Preds over the top? Is Ryan Hartman Rick Nash? <laughs> yeah, I know. Is he is he Rick Nash? Because that's Rick Nash money right
2: there. Yeah. Well, and like I'm gonna I'm gonna jump ahead for trades here. But uh, Soilers fans, we traded Patrick Maroon and we got ourselves a third round pick and some guy named Dudik, or Dudek or Dudek yeah. and. Yeah. You know, there was, there was some thought about getting a first-round pick. I didn't think that was going to happen. But to see yeah, Hartman at least get a first-round pick thrown the other way, that kind of surprises me. Like, I look at his stats this year. He's got eight goals, 17 assists, 25 points. In his NHL career, he's got 141 games played and 57 points. So Not,
1: not only that, but the very next trade, I know we're going to get into it, but, like, the Paul Statsny trade, it's a conditional first for yeah. Statsny. That is a name that we know.
2: Yeah, is it a okay, conditional? So I'm seeing 2018 first round. a conditional. Round. I see t- uh, conditional 20 24th round pick.
1: Oh, for me it says both conditional. Oh, but wow. You could be
0: right. So yeah. I, I'm refer- referencing the NHL Network, and they have it as a first round. So not conditional. Not conditional. But okay. <laughs> so what? But
1: then Ryan Hart Ryan Hartman costs the same as Paul Statsny and some Which of these guys. Evander That's Kane. Just crazy
0: talk. You're mm. putting him up there. But you know what? I mean, they're gentlemen who are making these deals who know more than we do
1: i guess i guess i mean ryan hartman i mean to give up a first i would think that nashville must see him in future plans
0: i think so
2: yeah like maybe he could play along with johansson at some point who knows he's a right winger forsberg yeah yeah he's, he's got some good speed apparently too so we'll see how that goes but as it stands for me i think chicago won that deal I think so, too.
1: Okay, so I just I kind of briefed on it, but Anthony, the yeah, next yeah. trade.
0: All right, Winnipeg Jets acquire forward Paul Stastny from the St. Louis Blues in exchange for 20-team first-round pick and rights to forward Eric Foley. Did you see Braden
1: Shen's tweet? No. He's not happy. I can't. I don't blame him. What are you doing? If you're still in the playoff run and you, you're sense. trading one of your top centers, Paul Stastny, what you're telling your team is Nashville and Winnipeg are better than us, and I don't believe we have a chance.
0: That's exactly what, exactly. I can't believe that Stastny's traded. outside of the stadium.
1: To Winnipeg, like a rival in the West who you could play in the playoffs. You sent one of your top players. Like, what the fuck? That is very confusing.
0: uh, Wait, And didn't didn't his dad play for the Jets as well? Uh,
2: No. All the Stastny brothers, they played in the the Nordiques, I'm pretty sure. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah, you're right. It's Nordiques. Yeah, Peter... Peter, Marion, and who's the other one? I forget. But yeah, there's the three Slovak Stastny brothers. And yeah, they they all played Nordiques. I think they played some other teams too, but I don't think they ever played the Jets. All
0: right, you want to go hit the next one?
1: Uh, The next big one? Yes. So the next big one is a huge one, I think. is San Jose acquires Evander Kane. Buffalo is getting a prospect, I believe, named Daniel O'Regan, And I have it as a 2019 conditional first-round pick and a 2020 conditional fourth-round.
2: Yeah, I see this one as a Buffalo Sabres win. Uh, I've never really been a big Kane fan since his World Junior days. He's a cancer. I I think, you know what, this is what I'm going to dissect this as, and I'm I'm going to quote me on this now. I think that Kane is going to go down in history along with the likes of Danny Heatley, Martin Havlat. And what else am I thinking here? Give me another forward that's like uh, Michael Boddicker of forwards yeah. that San Jose thinks are, are going to be really good, but they turn out not to be good and they're overpaid yeah. and they're there. They could be third line forwards. That's what I, I think just I don't gonna see. Be. Yeah. Sure. He's pretty fast. So he can put some goals in, but I think he's like a Taylor Hall. Like you said there, ba a cancer. And Daniel yeah, Wiggins, a really good upcoming forward it. for Sabres. Uh, so, for the the sharks that they got dealt away so oh really eh he's good yeah like he, he's about 24 years old right now but I he, he's kind of like on the cusp of breaking the the fourth third line from the the miners uh so he'll get a better shot with the Sabres here again uh, subject to death but yeah he's he's supposed to be pretty reliable like he was, was kind of slotted to be that uh, future top six guy um you know not quite oh let's see like maybe like a milon holic or something like that. Okay. Yeah, maybe like All ten right. less points or something.
0: Aaron, do you want to cover the 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 new New Jersey forward that picked up from Edmonton?
2: Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was Patrick Maroon going to uh, New Jersey, and what was coming back was a uh, third round pick, and uh, what's his name there, J D. Dudick. Um. uh we got mixed emotions of this trade. Uh, Maroon says he wants to come back to Edmonton. Uh, we'll see how that goes with cap issues. Um, I'd love to see Maroon come back, uh, but we got Lucci, he's a big slow guy, and Maroon's not really the fastest guy either, but I love his character, and he seems like he really enjoys being in the city. I was rather underwhelmed with this trade, I had other thoughts in my mind, we'll talk about what we're hoping for our, main, our teams to do uh, once we cover the, these trades, but yeah, yeah, I was, uh, I was kind of a, a, a bit pissed off, I, what I was hoping for was uh, a bit more developed prospects that were kind of ready to jump in or a player that could fill a role. We didn't get either of that, but he was going to be a free agent at the end of the season, so we did what we could. So hopefully, hopefully he plays well. Uh, I'd rather see New Jersey not make the playoffs, but whatever if they do, sweet. Uh, like Maroon a lot, but
0: yeah. I wasn't too happy with this trade. I think New Jersey won it. I think so too. I, I'm kind of shocked by the trade. I thought for sure they'd at least try to make an effort to re-sign Maroon.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that might happen towards the end Uh, he'll probably keep Edmonton right at the top of the list but I think he's asking for three and a half four million and about a three year term I'm not sure if we can do that uh, or we can justify that with uh, Milan Lucic making six million dollars a year for the next what five years? Four years?
0: 100 next 100 years next
2: 100 years and I love Lucic so much it's just getting harder and harder to defend him he was playing a bit better before the new year but yeah Uh, that's another talk for another time guys all right, moving on. Ba, hit the next one. Uh, one of the NHL
1: sleuts, Thomas Vanek, has moved again. Uh, he's going from Vancouver to Columbus for another sleut, UC Okanagan, and I believe Tyler Mon.
2: <laughs> now I want to jump in here too. Thomas Vanek, he's Austrian-born, and I've always loved him. I would, I thought he was a, just a wicked player with Buffalo. Uh, Edmonton actually gave an offer sheet uh, before they did the offer sheet to Penner, and then Buffalo matched. Thomas Vanek, so we couldn't get him. I was so pumped to see Vanek come to Edmonton.
0: Um, But it didn't happen. And then Jussiokin... Why are you pronouncing his name so weird? It's Vanek. It's Vanek. I'm pretty sure I speak English. It's Vanek.
2: It's a Slovak name. (laughs) (laughs) But he's uh, from Zalemse, Austria.
0: All right. (laughs) All right. Uh, Whatever. (laughs) I know what... a big name moves. I'm shocked that, to be honest, I'm shocked that Vancouver did anything.
2: Honestly, I'm surprised they didn't do more. Um, they were actually quite pissed off that uh, they didn't get picks. U uh, C Jokinen and Tyler Mott. I, you know, Tyler Mott. I've heard his name a few times, but it doesn't really stand out to me for any reason. Um, definitely a bottom six guy. U C the Man, he was on waivers. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it honestly
1: sounds like nothing. Yeah, it, it sounds like they just gave Vanek away. They didn't want him anymore. Completely. Just a salary
2: dump.
0: Would you like our nothing for your nothing? Yeah, yeah. yeah oh, I, I, I think terrible. this is a
2: win. Obvious, hundred percent win for the Blue Jackets. That gives them great depth. Um, Vanek still is. He's been playing really good this year. Very, very good. Um, yeah, I don't know what's going on with those Vancouver Canucks. They were having a one hell of a season to start, and then they just fizzle out. But uh, yeah, Vanek. I think that was a big win for the Blue Jackets. Yukon, nothing. Tyler Mott, nothing. So it was kind of, kind of a funny trade for me. Vancouver, I think, did really crappy in the the the, the trade deadline here. I thought they could have got more picks or prospects or something. Just try to do a yard sale there, but it didn't happen.
0: All right, I'll take the next one. Uh, the Vegas Golden Knights acquire forward Thomas Tartar <laughs> from Detroit.
1: <laughs> Tartar, yeah,
0: Tartar <laughs> sauce uh, from the Red Wings in exchange for. 2018 first-round pick, 2019 second-round pick, and 2021 yeah. third-round pick. I didn't even know we went that far. I don't know how far ahead of tr- uh, rounds you two can 2050. If, <laughs> I will give you a 2099 first-round pick. And then it fucks them okay, over because it's like that's when the
2: next McDavid comes around. <laughs> Gretzky's, <laughs> Gretzky's great-great-grandkid is <laughs> breaking the league.
1: What you just said that they gave for tartar, tartar, tar-tar sauce, What Vegas was the leading team in the Carlson trade. What did they offer for Carlson if that's what you get
0: for Thomas Tartar sauce? You know what? It's crazy because there's a a quote that came out that said that from Dorian um, saying that they weren't actively shopping Carlson around. Yeah. What the fuck? Everybody in the league was talking about how Carlson was on the move. And you had your chance to move him at a prime time when there's eight to ten teams in the league who are dying for a generational player like that. And, Thomas, it just feels like not even your second choice, but your third choice or fourth choice on your on your wish list. Detroit fleeced them on this trade. Totally.
2: Oh, big time. I'm very surprised guys. about this trade.
1: I can't believe it. <clears throat> I think it's, like, the biggest shock, except for maybe Nemesnikov going, but... Like that's that's an insane. I did not think like the all looking at that just for Thomas Tartar sauce. We should have almost traded Bozier JVR man. Like we we could have maybe gotten something insane, and I don't want to see those guys go. But the
0: three picks for for maybe on on that biggest team, maybe a third line, second line. No, he'll be second for sure. Uh, he's got uh, a lot maybe of maybe first, yeah. maybe
1: first, yeah. I don't know He's, that's a speed thing. You're, I could see him going with James now, Neal.
0: Do you think that it's a possibility that maybe <clears throat> it's partial? Um,
1: that's a guy you're partial, building
0: around. Partial payload, like a payload dump just to get. Because they're going to have to resign Larkin, and Larkin is going to want money.
1: Uh, yes and no I, I think for sure that's what Detroit did exactly right there Is they got rid of a guy that uh, he, Even though he's good He's not really in their plan for the future So definitely a salary dump to help out And then at the same time It sounds like this is a guy that Vegas truly believes Is going to be part of their young core That they're going to keep building I don't know what you guys feel, Chloops.
2: Okay. Um. <laughs> I was. Uh, I got, Bob was starting to fade my earphones there, so I couldn't really. understand uh, oh, you know, really? really, yeah, Didn't really know if he was talking or not. <laughs>
1: um, uh, keep going, going, yeah, going. Yeah, yeah.
2: Uh, I, I think that, uh, I think that Tatar will be really good on this team. In three years, uh, he, he had a span where he only missed one game, and he had. Let me just do the math. seventy-five goals. So he he definitely put up points. He, he usually floats around the 45 to 55 mark for points, which isn't terrible. He's never really been a guy that I've looked at and like, oh, man, I really want him on my team. But he's not a guy that I've been like, oh, I, you know, if he came to my team, I'd be pissed. No, I think if he came to Edmonton, I'd be kind of happy. But for that kind of a, a return, it's pretty crazy to me. Um, I just wanted also to mention, I'm quite surprised that Mike Green didn't get dealt. For a guy that has a lot of salary yeah. on his uh, contract, same with... Um, franz nielsen those two guys i just don't get like how they didn't get traded uh i know if, 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 if mike, the red wings are trying to do this rebuild and trying to dump salary and players that could be in the playoffs like those are two guys even even retain half those guys salary and you're, you're doing better
1: oh yeah mike green i mean a right-handed defenseman with a shot like that i i agree with you i can't believe that he moved
2: yeah no it was crazy it's crazy uh did anthony go pp
1: Yep, he's back now. <laughs>
2: okay,
1: he's coming in. Capitan's coming. All
2: back All right, in. with the empty bladder, Anthony, do you want to do you want to <laughs> release this next big hot blockbuster trade okay. where we're not live?
0: <laughs> I just gotta say, man, I just I crushed four beers, and three beers. It's four, four. <laughs> and uh, I think that's pretty good for someone with a small bladder like myself. Okay, are, are we talking about the, the big one? This is the this is the trade of the day. Yeah. 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 All
2: right. Dun, 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 dun. I thought another team was <laughs> going to go after this defenseman.
0: I thought so too. Uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning acquired defenseman Ryan McDonough. <laughs> <laughs> for and forward TJ Miller, or sorry, JT. <laughs> TJ Miller is way funny. TJ Miller yeah. type. <laughs> uh, JT Miller from the New York Rangers in exchange for forwards, Vladislav Nemeshnikov. Nemeskinev?
1: Yeah. Defenseman. <laughs> We're making the drunk
2: guy say these I names know, right now. Yeah. Perfect.
0: L- Libor Hajek. Yeah. <laughs> Is that close enough? Libor Hayek. What? Yeah. Liber, L- Libor, Libor Hayek. Libor? But, Libor. Come
1: on, European J? That's silent. You gotta know that. Uh, obviously. Libor Hayek.
0: Uh, forward Brett how how dead name it's called (laughs) bray howden (laughs) how dead (laughs) a first round pick a 2019 conditional first round pick that's fucking ridiculous So i I have a conditional
2: 2019 second round pick
0: yeah that's what i
2: have as well okay the
0: nhl network has it as a conditional first round pick so it's
1: Tampa Bay wins the Stanley Cup in the next two years, uh-huh. it turns into a first-round pick. Okay. That's the condition. But wow. it is a second. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense now. Um, so to put this in perspective to you, what I heard on the radio, if the Leafs had made this exact trade, we would have gave up a first-round pick, a second round pick, Kapanen. Browner, Browner Hyman or Kapanen, with Grunström and Bracco in the in the Marlies. Wow. And how would you feel so about probably, that?
0: Nope. Yeah, That's a big no, I, eh? That's
1: too that's much. A, that's a no. And I think McDonough is a good defenseman, solid. He, you put him on a playoff team like Tampa Bay, I mean, he could do damage. But I with Dermott and how the Leafs are, I don't think it would have been worth it, where we are in our development. Really? I don't think he's that good. I don't think he's that good. Yeah, I... I Dermott or McDonough? I don't know. He was the captain of the Rangers. McDonough. Mc- oh, okay, McDonough. Yeah, yeah. He was the captain of the Rangers. He's a good... You don't really notice him, but he is an amazing shutdown defenseman. But you know what? He's on he He's jumps on when for Crosby, points too, man. And yeah, when Crosby, Stamkos, all those guys are on the ice, he's the defense pairing against them He's okay. shutting them down.
2: Now he's going to be I, with you know, I'm just, Stamkos.
1: Yeah. And, and by the way, Tampa Bay their defenseman depth I truly believe Hedman might be One of if not the best defenseman in the NHL and the fact that they just Added McDonough to that already stacked Top six is insane oh man
2: it's absolutely Crazy they got uh, Schuster And Strawman and um, Girardi You know like him like, and McDonough played together on the Rangers like it's gonna be exactly a great did they not
0: decor Did they not trade Did Tampa did not Did they not trade him initially
2: no, 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 no. McDonough came from Montreal before he even broke the league. Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah, he was part of that rumored, you know, the Le Cavalier going to Montreal for Subban and uh, okay. all those guys before they were big. It's like that crazy rumor trade that almost happened.
0: Yeah. You know, Lisa almost ended up with Le Cavier. Yep. I, I listened to Bill Waters tell that story. I was like, oh, man, that would have be been fucking awesome,
1: this a lot of dude, we almost got Jeff Carter for Thomas Cabralay. If you remember that,
2: that would have been a crazy one too. Oh God. Thomas
0: Cabralay has been traded a hundred times in like in scenarios. You guys like almost that. got he,
2: you guys almost got Pronger for Cabralay too.
0: Yep. from Edmonton, yep. fucking terrible, incredible, and and Thomas Cabralay as soon as he was traded from the Leafs turned into a pile of shit. Oh yeah, but still still lives in Toronto. Oh,
1: good for him. I want. I won't say anything bad. He was fantastic yeah. on the Leafs. I, that was the guy I cheered for. A pile of and shit living in Toronto? Know. No way. <laughs> and
0: <laughs> and rocked the unibrow you know for like Yeah, minutes. <laughs> I just want to put that
2: out. Yeah. Um, right. I, I, I like this trade for Tampa because this really shows that they're all in for this. This is, this is what fucking St. Louis should have been doing. Um, is actually buying instead of selling <laughs> for whatever reason. Yeah, And I truly thought that... St. Thought Louis that, move is weird. And I truly thought that Toronto was going to be really hard on for uh, a D-man. Hard on, uh, a, a big hard on for D. I mean, who isn't really? Yeah, no, exactly. I know exactly.
1: I honestly thought Toronto was going to maybe make more depth moves. Like, we were going to see a lot of a guy out for a third or a fourth or kind of bottom four guys kind of interchanging but only one trade with montreal that was surprising Mm -hmm. yeah
2: yeah i I don't um, know you you, like if it it ain't broke why fix it kind of thing the only thing i could say is that maybe you'd want a bit more depth um like like st louis i like i could see them getting more depth um but like rick nash going to boston i thought boston was you know uh, really good so far they've had great chemistry sure like he adds a bit more you know uh, scoring flair and stuff, but I don't really know. But uh, this looks pretty good to me. Um the Rangers get Nemesnikov, he's a he's a great forward. Uh Brent Howden is kinda like a B minus B uh prospect. He's probably maybe top nine kind of thing. I could see more so in the bottom six. Kind of like a Brett Connolly style. Libor Hayek is that's the that's to me that's the shining light. Besides the the, the first round pick and the second round conditional pick. Uh, every time I see like any kind of prospect talk. LeBron Hayek is always in the top 10 for sure. So
0: that's what's coming back to the Rangers, and that looks wow. pretty good. So is there anybody that didn't get traded that you guys thought might get traded? Um, We were talking about when you were gone going pee-pee uh, <laughs>
2: that uh, Mike Green should have been traded.
0: Yeah, totally. That surprised yeah, because, me big
2: you know. time. Um, I don't know. Let me just... What's the...
1: I, I can't believe that Arizona did nothing.
2: Yeah, that's a big. Oh, uh, they problem. did
1: not a single thing. They did some
2: shitty things. Uh, I've got Trevor yeah, Murphy yes. and Pierre Cedric Labrie. Uh, they really didn't want to trade OEL though, Oliver ekman Larson. Uh, they really didn't want to trade him apparently. So yeah, I heard. I heard that too.
0: Mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm.
1: Um, I'm just, you got to trade something for something though. I'm I was so, surprised Ottawa didn't sell more. Yeah, I thought Hoffman and Zach Smith and guys like that on Ottawa were gone. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah no, to- totally. Uh, Matt Zuccarello. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Um, what is going on over <laughs> there? I I just clicked on the TSN trade bait and Jane and Danner on now. <laughs>
0: uh,
2: I also wanted to throw something out there too. This is what I got uh, from an Instagram post uh, from the Oilers Nation about Carlson. So a Senators employee who spoke on a condition of. Anonym, anonymity <laughs> that 's an Anthony phrase right there uh, claims the relationship <laughs> claims the relationship between <laughs> claims the relationship between Carlson and Melnick reached a point of no return during a game against St. Louis in January when Melnick found his way to the senator 's locker room during the second intermission in an attempt to motivate the team after a poor showing during that intermission. Melnick grew increasingly frustrated and singled out Carlson. Uh, then claiming Carlson still owed Melnick $350 for an Uber ride in New York using the Senator's company credit card. Quote, unquote, you think you're worth so much when you can't even pay for your own Uber fare. Melnick shouted. This prompted Carlson to walk out of the dressing room and the two have reportedly not spoken since. And also, Carlson has not spoken
0: to the media in about a week.
2: Yeah, I hope it's all true. Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) And that's why the Ottawa Senator's Arranged one of the worst hockey teams in our a <laughs> Joke. Um, another
2: person I was surprised they didn't get traded would be Max Pacioretty. Um, yeah. Honestly, there's a there's that's a big deep. list here. Like I look at the trade bait board. Alex Galchenyuk. Uh, Pajot was another guy from Ottawa. I was surprised they didn't move. Uh, Skinner from Carolina. Uh, Jack Johnson from Columbus. I don't think he's a good defenseman. Yeah, well, that's yeah. But he definitely could yeah, have been yeah. moved. Um, who else here that I'm very surprised about? Uh, okay, this is one that I was... I, I wanted to talk to you guys, too. Uh, was there anything that... Was there a player that you guys were hoping to get? Um, or were, did you feel underwhelmed uh, from your team at all?
0: <clears throat> you know, I thought D-Man for sure. Uh, I didn't think we were going to land Carlson or anything like that. But, like, uh, Ian Cole or like Mike, Mike Green. Green. like that. Mike, Mike Green talk was... I, I don't know. I just thought it was, like... I thought it would have been too big of a name for the kind of, like, the... Shanna plan. I, I thought it for sure would be like a, a blue chipper who'd been in the league for three or four years, who had a good upside, that they would swing some nice deal and maybe ship out like um a Josh Levo or or maybe a Captain or maybe like a Kirby Reichel, like that kind of type of player, which is like a like a fringe player and maybe something conditionally, but I didn't think that they would, I don't think there'd be any huge names. Like we, we we had talked on the Leaf podcast about the three UFAs and I I couldn't see any of those guys leaving without with so much unfinished work still out there. I, maybe a Bozak, maybe, but I couldn't see JVR getting traded. I I you would have to get like considering like if you put JVR against Rick Nash, who was like the big trophy in the in the in this thing. I even though Rick Nash career numbers might be better than JVR's, JVR's seasonal numbers are trump hard. Nash's numbers, so what would, you, what would you get for a JVR considering what Nash got? I think I'm thinking a number one for at least two number ones and a prospect. <laughs> considering what Nash got.
2: I'm not sure about two number ones, but definitely like a first and a second.:
1: Definitely a first and prospect, at least for sure. Yeah.
0: Nash, Nash got four <laughs> players.
1: Yeah, yeah, but or, uh,
0: two, uh, two and two prospects..
1: I know, but Nash was also kind of a spotlight guy in the Rangers. I'm pretty happy with what Toronto did. Honestly, I didn't want them to do a lot. I believe in the process and the system. We're still pretty early in our five-year Shanna plan. Uh, Dermott showed up. Kapanen showed up. So, honestly, I just didn't want anybody to go. I was hoping maybe a couple of depth moves here and there to open up some room but Eric, let's, let's see how we do this year and we can work in the summer when we don't have to overpay
0: <laughs> yeah I was kind of hoping too that they'd dump a couple contracts just in case he wanted to do something like a loophole and a uh, what's the other guys you, you always refer to him? I just Horton, Horton.
2: yeah Horton. Horton. <laughs> Island, yeah. Robida yeah. Yeah. yeah I Is forget that shoot? he still exists I was like oh yeah Steph Robida with the Dallas Stars oh, boy, no wait I'm he's in there. Toronto <laughs> hold on What's happening? Yeah, I can still hear him on my mic.
0: <laughs> Aaron, you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. Yeah, I'm still here. Alright. It looks it looks like our our ear had died off on us.
1: Wow, we went so long, all our stuff's dying on us. <laughs> <laughs> no. No.
0: <laughs> Alright man, well I think there's no other time. Why don't you just finish us off? What did you feel how did you feel about your team and what they did?
2: Are we still recording? Are we still
0: we are still recording. okay. <laughs>
2: um, yeah, uh, I thought the Edmonton Oilers could have done a little bit more. Um, I was hoping they would possibly have traded uh, Mike Camilleri. He looked like he was doing quite well the last few games. He's, hey, he has twenty five assists, which is pretty great. Like even if we could have got like a fourth round pick or some you know C level prospect for him it would have been nice. And what I was really hoping for was Maroon to go to St Louis, uh, his hometown, and then in return we get Jordan Cairo. I think that's how you pronounce his name. Who I've just fallen in love with, uh, fallen in love with. Sorry, uh, during I think last year's draft, I think, or the year before possibly. Um, he's 19 years old. He's a center, right winger. He's a good two way forward, and he's got super speed. So it would have been really nice to play along with McDavid. I thought it could have been possible for a one for one, because uh, like like you said, you know, if Rick Nash was getting this kind of stuff, Maroon he's got more goals than Rick Nash in the last two years, and more points as well. You know, maybe we could have gotten something a bit bigger than just a third and some random-ass prospect name for Boston College. Um, Yeah, I was really hoping we would have got Cairo or a more established prospect. Uh, That's what I was really underwhelmed about. But Pontus Abberg, um, I was very happy about getting the Pope. It's kind of nice to have a a holy man on the Oilers, maybe. You can lead them in a prayer or something.
0: It couldn't hurt. (laughs) All right. Alright, my man. Listen, we're going to cut this off uh, because of our technical flaws, but thank you so much for joining us. It's been uh, a bunch of fun for us. Bye, got anything to finish off with?
1: Uh, just uh, great to do a podcast with Chalupa, man. It was fun. Oh, was... this is
2: like the long-awaited one because I've done a podcast with almost everybody else but you now.
1: Yeah, now it's going to be the number one. <laughs>
2: there we yes. go. Yeah, we'll have to start our, uh, our, our um, Pod Pals podcast too. We'll have to work on that. Yeah, it'll be like a a joint uh, podcast with uh, the Bumbling Canucks, since you guys aren't recording as much these days. Yes, the Pod
0: Pals coming to a podcast. (laughs) I love it. All right, for the Chalupa Cabra, for Ball Walker, for myself, for the network, thank you for tuning in for our very special trade deadline review. Even though this was supposed to be a quick one, we put 51 minutes in your We can't help it. We covered a lot of With trades. Man. We
2: covered a lot of trades, and I talk a lot.
0: I couldn't agree more. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Good night. Go, Leaves, go.